Um, cool. Well, good to see you guys. Um, man, this is awesome. Thank you, Katie. Guys, this is so sick. We're all together. Um, saw some pictures from you guys last week. Someone was showing me how uh, you guys were like zooming in on this together so you could uh, actually have small group um, like at Chi Alpha. That's so crazy. Um, super pumped. That's what we're looking for. Um, we want this to be something you guys do together and uh, it looks like y'all are doing it. So good job. Um, man, this is wild. Like uh, I was talking to someone, one of our girls is in Egypt right now. And she's like with us. And so that's like pretty awesome. So shout out. She always reminds me to talk slowly. Um, and so that's always a good reminder for me. Um, super pumped to have you guys here. I'm going to pray real fast and then, um, and then we'll get into it. So Lord, uh, we love you. God, I, uh, yeah, I just ask that you would uh, be here. Um, be here with all of us, God, um, as we meet together to hear from you. Um, we trust that you are going to speak. Um, and Lord, I pray that you would just, uh, help me to, uh, yeah, follow your spirit. Um, grateful for you already speaking. And I pray that you would just speak to hearts tonight, God, um, through me, Lord, that, uh, that it wouldn't just be thoughts and it wouldn't just be, um, yeah, like devotional things, God, but it would be like true, um, a word from you, God, that you would speak to hearts, that you would change lives, that you would change futures and change eternities tonight, God. Help us to look more like you. Um, we love you. In your name I pray. Amen. Um, sweet. Well, glad you guys are here. Um, for the rest of the semester, whatever this is, um, we are going to actually have a series. Um, we're going to talk. Um, this is kind of out of this idea um, that we get from the, a book called The Knowledge of the Holy. Um, if you guys have ever read it by A.W. Tozer, if you haven't, um, then read it. It's, I wanted to have it. It's like, it's like this big, isn't it? Like it's not yeah. big at all. Um, and so it's awesome. But in the first, like, even if you just read the first chapter, it will change your life. I know it changed mine. It was like one of the first books I ever read, um, after I got saved and man, it is, it is like awesome. And so basically Tozer says this, this like line, he says, um, what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. What comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Man, that is crazy to think about. Man, like, yeah. like if I have a wrong idea of God, then that means something about me. Yeah. If I have a right idea of God, then that means something about me. And so um, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And so we want to have a right idea about God, right? Yeah. Um, if we're going to follow him, then, then we should probably follow him in the right way. And so... Um, the first thing we're going to talk about tonight is that God is our Father. God is our Father. Um, and yeah, I, know, I recognize that for some of us, that's like really easy to understand because God, we might have like an awesome dad. Um, you know, just like a stud walks with God. Um, like, I think of like kind of like Sully from Monsters, Inc., like carrying people around like in both arms. Like, that's a cool kind of dad. Um, but some of us might not have that experience. Maybe we don't know our dads or, um, maybe our dad is, is not as um, godly as we wished he was. And so, um, yeah, as, as we talk about this idea of father, some of us maybe have like a really cool inheritance of like, I don't know, I thought like maybe cool if, if like my dad gave me like this sick knife that I could carry all the time, or maybe like I can jump really high because I inherited that from my dad. 
Um, but some of us might have in, inherited mistrust um, or uh, a bad temper or just different things like that. And so I, I know we're all kind of coming from different places, um, but I want to look at, at God as our Father in the right way tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a pretty sweet idea. Um, the Lord kind of showed me this this week in Matthew chapter, uh, Gospel of Matthew chapter 14. Um, I figured the best way we could understand God as our Father is look at how Jesus looked at him as his Father. I think he understood it probably better than most of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jesus really understood the importance of spending time with his Father, um, specifically in prayer. All throughout the Gospels, you can see um, different times where Jesus would get alone and pray. Uh, that just means get alone with, with his dad. Um, and, uh, and sometimes it would be for a little while. Sometimes it would be like all night long. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever prayed all night long, but that is, that's an intense time. And, uh, and so here in, in verse, the gospel of Matthew chapter 14, um, verse, well, I'll just tell the story. Basically it's, it's verse 13. Um, but, but leading up to this, um, John the Baptist was actually Jesus' cousin and, uh, man, he got put in prison for like a really dumb reason. It wasn't even like breaking laws. It was like making someone mad. And so he's in prison and, uh, and like crazy circumstances happen and he ends up getting his head chopped off. Um, and so Jesus just finds out the news that his cousin just got murdered. And so he's like, like probably just distraught, like grief stricken mourning. And so he leaves. He says, hey, I'm shutting it down for the day, guys. I'm a, I, I need to get alone. Um, and so he goes and he prays. And um, he gets alone with his father. And, and in verse 13, it says, um, when Jesus heard this news, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. So Jesus gets alone with his father in order to, um, to grieve, to mourn. Um, to probably like look for peace or look for answers, right? Like, I, I don't know. That's got to be really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one thing that I know about God the Father is that he, a good father, always is looking out for your best interest. He's always looking out for your best interest. And what God does here is really cool. Um, he, he comforts him. He ministers to Jesus. Um, he gives him what he needs. But then he also, it says... He gives him um, compassion. So Jesus did, wasn't looking for this. He wasn't like, oh, God, I'm so sad. Would you give me compassion? But God knew what he needed because he knew that these people were going to come up and start asking him for stuff. They, this is right before um, 5,000 people came out, probably about more than that, probably about ten to 15,000 people, um, 5,000 men. Um, they came out, but with no food, <laughs> they went, they went like hiking, but they didn't bring any food and, and they were with a bunch of sick people. And so Jesus is like, you, you could see how he would think this is a big interruption from his grief, right? This was a time where he was maybe thinking, this is alone time for me, man, I need this. This is like, um, healthy for me. Right. But God, the father knew what he wanted. He filled him with compassion and it says he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick all day long finds out his cousin dies goes and prays gets what he needs from from his father and then he goes and and feeds and heals a bunch of people for a whole day um so about 10 verses later in uh, verse 23 
it says, uh, he, he shut it down again. He sent away the multitudes away and he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was alone there. He was alone with his father again. And man, this is like such a sick thing to think that Jesus didn't see these people as a hindrance or um, even in a, as an interruption. He saw them as a blessing to, to minister to them and to heal them. But as soon as they were done, he shut it down again and he went to pray. He went to be alone with his father again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and right after this, God God gave him what he needed again. And, and he actually performed a really crazy miracle where he walked on water. Um, and the disciples, like, finally, they worshiped him for, like, the first time. Um, I think they got saved this night. And, uh, and so if he hadn't prayed, if he hadn't, like, gone away with God, I don't know what would have happened. Um, it would probably be easy to have a, like, kind of a blah day. Um, but instead, we actually get one of the most significant days um, in Jesus's and the disciples' lives um, because he made time to go spend with his father. And so um, the second time he goes with him, I think it proves, it doesn't say what he prayed. Um, no one was there. Uh, but I think, it, I think it proves that Jesus sought God's heart, not just his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, he sought what God, who God was, not just what he could do for him. Yeah. Um, how often do we do this? Um, pick one or the other. When we're praying, God, um, I'm, I'm desperate for you. I need you. Um, and that's, that's a good time to pray, but we should be praying before we get desperate for him and, and before we even begin to get desperate for him, right? Like, yeah. if God's our Father, we need to be spending time with him. So um, this is pretty cool. In uh, John chapter 14, um, there's, a, there's a really cool thing. Um, where I think when, we, when we're thinking of God the Father, it can kind of seem like, hmm, I don't really see God the Father. Like, even then, he didn't say anything. Um, he didn't, like, act a certain way for us to, like, visually see, like, how he interacted with Jesus. Um, and so, in uh, John chapter 14, um, verse 8, one of his disciples, Philip, um, said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father. And it is enough for us, sufficient for us. And when we think about what is God the Father like, um, we have a perfect picture because Jesus says this right here. Gospel of John, verse 14, chapter 9. Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father, that I am in the Father and the Father in me? So if we're ever wondering what God the Father looks like, we have a perfect picture in these four books we call the Gospels of looking at Jesus' life and seeing what God the Father is actually like. Um, Pretty awesome, pretty rad thought. Um, And then uh, just like going along with that, and we're almost done, but um, this idea that, that God really is our Father, we need to have like a correct view of that. We need to have a correct view of God. And in um, Matthew chapter 6, multiple times, um, my friend Tommy Newland, um, <laughs> in, my, in the best LTC cohort, mm. Dairy Royalty, um, pointed this out the other day. And, and he said, God's our Father because Jesus said it multiple times in Matthew chapter 6. He says, your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will, will basically bless you. And, uh, and so it's really easy for me, especially to think that God, like God, the father is Jesus's father. Um, mm. 
But Jesus mentions multiple times, your father, your father, your father. And that's just a description of who God is. He is my father. He's our father. Um, And when we think about that, um, it means that we have every right um, that Jesus has to call upon him, to seek his heart, not just his hand. Like, it's great to get things, but a good father knows what we need. I mean, he's just going to give it to us. Like, right? Yeah. Um, And, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just think that's a big deal to understand that, that we are adopted into God's family and that nothing that we say, nothing that we do stops him from being our father. Um, we can be, we can disappoint him, um, but we can also give him joy. Um, we can suffer with him, um, or we can make him suffer. We can look at our brothers and sisters and and see them truly to be thinking of God as your father this week. Um, Dude, are, is is it like is this like really heavy? Kind of. Mm. Um, I don't want to like I don't want to like take it away, but take away from it. But I think this is gonna make sense. Should I say it? Okay. Yeah. I I I man, this is so weird. But anyways, um, I hope this makes sense. But it really is it really is powerful to me to think about this. Um, and it's super silly. Okay. Um, but, but like, like don't check out, like actually listen to like this all the way through. So, um, have y'all ever seen, I know you guys have seen daddy's home, the movie. It's so super stupid, right? Yeah. Um, the second one's even dumber, but I actually wish I hadn't watched it cause it's just so ridiculous. But, um, when you think about that movie or if you haven't seen it, basically the premise is, um, you know, Mark Wahlberg, super jacked, like doing all these pushups like Sean did the other day, just like crazy enormous. Um, and he's the dad, right? Um, and, but, but he's like non, um, he's like absent. Like he, I don't even know where he, I don't remember. He's just like not around. And then you got this big dopey stepdad, like absolute nerd, probably like, I don't know, like accountant or like something like that. Just like super dopey, nerdy guy. Um, and actually I think he like works for a radio station, (laughs) like like whatever, but, um, but he is like there, like, like the cool dad is always gone. Like he's not in these kids lives. Um, but the dopey kind of like, like normal dad is like always there, like in the monotony. Um, he's Mm -hmm. there to like put the kids to bed. He's, he tells them a story. Um, he makes them breakfast or like pours their cereal or whatever. Um, but it it hit me maybe like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, um, that God is, God is like a father, um, in that like a good father isn't there only when it suits him. Mm. Um, he's not there just to perform a miracle or like make you super happy and then leave. Like he's there to endure, um, like the time that Jesus was mourning, he's there to endure mourning with you. He's there to endure lone, loneliness, lonesomeness with you. Um, but he's not just there like the Disneyland experiences. Right. Um, and so I always think about those, those, those two things side by side, like God is like constant and he's consistent because he's a good father. Um, he's not like a deadbeat who comes and gives you the coolest gift. Like, like the kids love the, the lame dad because he's always there, but they, but they want what the other guy gives. Um, but man, like for us to, to honor God and, and know him rightly is to understand that he he loves us too much to be the exciting, 
everything is just like so wild all the time. But I only see you once a month or I only see you once a year. He's, he's there consistently. It might not be the most, um, yeah, it might not be the most exciting thing. It might not be the most uh, memorable thing or, or whatever, but God really is always with us um, because he loves us as a father. Um, so anyways, yeah, um, we're going to send you guys um, some questions for you guys to talk about through your small groups. Um, and, uh, and outside of that, that's pretty much all we got for tonight.